Praise the Lord. Welcome to What the Word Says. And we are back. We are live. Share the link. Subscribe. Put your notification button on. Let people know so that people can actually come through and share in this message and learn and sit under the ministry of the Word of God so that they can be positioned, positioned rightly for this season. It's very important that as a child of God, as a son of God in this generation, you are positioned rightly and the scriptures have been given to us to position us rightly in this time, to position us rightly in this season and to equip us and to prepare us for a victorious and triumphant life in Christ make an impact, radiating and communicating the knowledge of God, the knowledge of the glory of God, hallelujah, up until that knowledge covers the earth like the waters cover the sea, glory to God. We're going to get right into it. We're still talking triumph, glory to God. And I'm going to go to the word of God. Um, and we're going to start from Hebrews chapter 11, glory to God, where we left off in our previous episode. If you haven't watched part one, part two, and part three, please go and watch it so that you can catch up. You can catch up to what we are, we are talking about. And we were saying that faith is the victory. Faith is the victory. And we spoke about some of the weapons that we've been given in Christ Jesus. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, when you read from verse 4 into verse 5, it says the weapons of our warfare. It says, though we, 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 we walk right in this physical world and, and relate with physical things, it says that we do not war. Hallelujah. It says we do not war after the flesh. We do not war. We do not engage in warfare according with, with physical weaponry. To God, he says, But the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, they are not physical, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. And one of those weapons that we looked at last week briefly was faith. And also, we looked at the name of Jesus. I, I shared with you some beautiful things regarding that. So, go back and watch part three, it'll bless you, it'll bless you, you'll be improved. Trust me, after spending some time watching and listening to what the word says you actually you you grow in your knowledge of the word in your knowledge of the scripture and in your fellowship with the word and with your fellowship with the scriptures and i need to tell you something very important about the scriptures about the bible the bible that we have today is not an accident all right this is part of god's plan for this generation this was part of god's plan for us in this generation glory to god because if you study if you study the scriptures actually say that in the last days knowledge shall increase how is it going to increase it's going to increase because we've got um technology like this we've got things like books like this and we've got technology so knowledge has is now accessible and available to each and every single one of us so that we can learn the word of God and understand it and imbibe it so that we can actually be manifestations of the glory of this word in this generation and let me I need to also uh, share with you um, a very important truth that you know what God can only do for you all right as much as the word of God that you have inside in your life, right? God cannot do beyond the, the knowledge of the word of God that you have, the knowledge of the scriptures that you have, all right? And God, you cannot fellowship and you cannot have a relationship or relate with God beyond your revelation and knowledge of the scriptures, okay? All right? Because there's a lot of people that are talking down on the scriptures and talking down on the word of God and the place of the word of God, the place of the word of God in a Christian's life, the place of the word of God in the, in, 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 in the life of a believer, all right? The, the word of God is our contact point. That is what we have to access, to access, that, that is our direct line of access, our direct line of communication and our, direct, and our contact point of fellowship with the Father that is in heaven. Our contact 
point of fellowship. It is a portal. This book is supernatural. The word of God is supernatural. It's a supernatural book. So that's why somebody, a uh, hundred people can read it and they can hear a hundred different inspirations, a hundred different instructions. Because there's power in those scriptures. There's power in this written word. This is not an ordinary book. It's a spiritual book. The written word is a supernatural book. It is not natural. It's not normal. And you know, this is your portal. This is your contact point. This is the portal that it's, it's, it's living and active. If you ever read Hebrews chapter four, verse 12, let me read it to you. Hebrews chapter 12, because we're going to go to Hebrews anyway. So while we're in Hebrews, we can find out more about this written word. So I know there are people that come with different uh, understandings and teachings that, you know, the written word is not actually the word of God. The word of God is a person. The word of God is a living, is, you know, they're trying to say that there's, there's a word of God that is not actually in the scriptures, you know, because they have misunderstood the power of this written word. They've misunderstood the nature of the word of God, all right? So in the beginning was the word. In the beginning was the word. The word existed in the beginning. You know, glory to God, all right? So, um, and, um, oh, yeah, can, I, can, can I share this with you? Wow, 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 wow. Hebrews chapter four, let's start with Hebrews and I can show you something about the written word. Glory to God. A beautiful, beautiful nugget. So the word of God reveals to us the perfect will of God. So the word of God reveals to us is the perfect will of God. This is our access, our contact point into the spirit realm. Into it. This is how we enter, how we engage with spiritual entities. This is how we actually get access into the spirit realm. Hallelujah. Access into the spirit realm. When, 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 our, when our minds and our spirits are unlocked, there's when the deposits... The deposits of the information, the deposits of the spirit life that is in the written word, when they get into your spirit, they create portals and openings for you to actually access and go into, into the realm of the spirit with the light of God's word, with the vision and the light of God's word. Okay, Hebrews chapter 4. I'll read from verse 12. It says, for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder uh, of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow. And it is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Verse 13, neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight. He says his. So he gives the word personality. He says, neither is there any, any creature, any creature that is not manifest in his sight. He says, but all things are naked or unveiled, unveiled or open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. That is the word. And we, we, the written word is what brings the living word, the living word, hallelujah, the person of the word in, into, into, into reality in this physical world. Hallelujah. So the, the word of God, the word of God is a person and that person is spiritual. He's a spirit. The word of God is spirit. Hallelujah. So now when, 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 uh, when God wanted to capture, to capture and access and make contact with the word of God, that is the spirit, he gave instruction that those words and those thoughts be written, be transcribed so that we that are on this side of this world, this physical side of this world can make contact with the spirit word of God through the scriptures, through the written word. Okay. You, somebody's saying, Chigi, how, how do you know this? How can you prove this? Look, let's go, let's go to John quickly. 
before we get into what we really want to, you understand, so that you understand the importance of the word of God in your life. Right? Especially in this season and in this time, in these seasons of attack, in this time, in this end time, we need the word of God. The written word of God is more important now. Hallelujah. So if you're a child of God, if you're a Christian, you need to be spending more time in the Bible, spending more time in this written word, searching the scriptures. Jesus said that you err because you know not the scripture. He didn't say you err because you pray too little or you err because you don't attend, you, you don't listen to the prophets or because you err because uh, you, you, you don't listen to your pastor or to the, to, to, to the rabbi or you err because um, you... you <laughs> You don't have a relationship with God or whatever. He says you err. You are in error. You get into error because you do not know the scriptures. And where are the scriptures? The scriptures are contained in this book that we have that is now called the Bible. So don't let anybody ever talk you out or talk you away from the things that are written in this book. Hiya. Let's go to uh, John chapter 1. I want to show you something that will change your life. This is just a bonus for you for tuning into what the word says tonight. It's just a bonus that I want to give to you. You know, I've got, a, I've, got a t <laughs> hey, I've got these teachings that I want to share with you. And God willing, we're going to have time to delve into it. But then I'll just give you a brief of that. You know, um, I mean, it's a message that I used to really share and teach and help people on the, on the spirituality of writing. The spirituality of writing. Because a lot of people do not understand how, how writing is spiritual. So that's why they do not understand the importance of the connection between the written word and the human spirit and the connection of the written word with, 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 with the spirit. Okay, so because a lot of people do not understand how these things are connected, how they operate together. Listen, God is the one that designed this system. All right. God is the one that designed this technology and it works in the human spirit. It works with spirits. Writings work with spirits. Spirits work with writing. Writing is not, was not man-made. Writing was actually spiritual. So the word of God that became flesh actually existed in the heavens in writing. Shinge, how do you know? The Bible says that there was a book. There was a book. When you study prophecy, the Bible says that Jesus Christ says uh, in, in, in um. In, in Revelation chapter 5, when they were looking for the one that is worthy to open the scroll. All right. That means that this scroll is existed in the spirit and it contained information of the end times. Hallelujah. And then from the scroll that was in heaven. All right. The Bible says that the 24 elders that were there and the four beasts, they were looking for the one. They were waiting for the one that is worthy to open, to open that scroll. There was writing. That's just telling you that writing existed in the spirit. Writing existed in the spirit first. The technology of writing is spiritual. Writing is spiritual. So the written word is also spiritual. I've heard people say the letter killed, the letter killeth. The, when they quote that scripture, they misquote it, misquoting it and misleading God's people and moving them, trying to move them away from this spiritual book. The book is spiritual. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is not empty. The book is spiritual. It is life. It is living and active. There is, there is living, active spiritual substance in the written word, in that book that you have that is called, that, that is your Bible. Okay. 
So he says that who is worthy to open the scroll? And then Jesus, the Bible says, that, and the, the Lamb of God came that, and, and was found that was able to open up the scroll. And the Bible says the four beasts worshipped and also the 24 elders. And then the, when the scrolls were opened, there were things. That's when, that is when, Revelation chapter 6, that is when the judgments of God, the judgments of God started to be dished out. They are already there in heaven, but they exist in heaven in the scroll that has writing. Okay, so writing is spiritual technology, all right? And your human spirit was conditioned and designed to respond in a particular way, to, 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 to produce the reality, the spiritual reality of, of information that is deposited in it from writing. I'm, not, I'm, talk, I'm talking deep, but let me show you something in the Word. John chapter 1 verse 1 says, In the beginning was the Word. Hmm. In the beginning was the Word. All right, Logos says, and the word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. Ah, so, so do you say that God existed in heaven in writing? God exists in heaven. In the beginning, he, coexist, he existed in multiple forms. And part of his existence was in writing. Even though he was spiritual substance and spiritual matter, he also existed in writing. So this book, before it was transferred to us people in the world, before it was downloaded, it existed in heaven. In writing before it came down to us in the earth and now we have it in writing so the way that we have it in writing here in the earth it also exists in 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 in, in the in heaven glory to God in writing oh Shingi, do you not know that I can see there's so much proof in the Bible regarding the written word all right when Moses when God came to Moses and he gave him the Ten Commandments and the first time Moses wrote all right. Moses is the one that wrote the Ten Commandments. And then when he came back down from the mountain, he saw that they uh, carved a golden image and they were worshipping. And then Moses, in his anger, he broke it. He broke it. And then God came, he went back up to the mountain and God was like, okay, what happened there? And he says, ah, yo, these people, you know, I found them there already worshipping idols and so on and so forth. And then God said to Moses, says that, okay, bring, when, be, go and fetch all right, another tablet that looks exactly like the first one that you had. And it says, and then come up to the mountain and then bring it, bring that tablet unto me. And then and the Bible says, and God said, and I will write. He didn't ask Moses to write this time. The Bible says that God said that I will write. So God as a spirit being with the, and that's why he calls it that the, the, the commandments which were written by the finger of God. Kaya. Hey. So a spirit being who is the creator wrote, wrote the Ten Commandments on the tablet. Writing is spiritual. So never, never look down, never look down or, or, or never let anybody talk down on the importance or the spirituality of the written word. I know some people, they try to separate it, that there's the written word, it's the letter, and then there's a spirit over there. No, they do. They exist together. They are one. The word of God and the spirit and the father are one. Whether the word of God exists in written form or it's in the form of spiritual substance or it's the word of God that puts on human flesh that is now named Jesus, they are all one. They are all connected. That's why Jesus said that he that eateth me and drinks my blood shall not die, but have everlasting life. What was it? How do you eat Jesus? How do you eat his flesh? It says he that eats my flesh. He was talking about when you take the written word and you begin to ingest it with your spirit. Ingest it with your spirit. Ayah. So never, never look down on the written word. Never look down on this book, the Bible that you have. Because in heaven, in the spirit world, it existed there first. It was not put together by man. 
It was not man's idea. This was God's idea. Okay. And he started, he began that process with Moses. And the Bible says that God came down onto the Mount Sinai and he wrote, he says he wrote <laughs> like he had written before, like he had, like Moses had, like he had commanded Moses to write before, he wrote it with his own finger. A spirit being wrote on a tablet with his finger. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, let me show it to you. I'll prove it to you here again. All right. It says, in the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was God. It says, the same was in the beginning with God. So this is, a, this is the word of God in a particular form, in one form right here. Okay. And then he said that it was there in the beginning and it, was in, and it existed in heaven in multiple forms. Okay. Because the Bible also tells us that there are writings. There are writings in heaven. There are books in heaven. There are books. He says, at the judgment, he says, the books were opened. What are these books? <laughs> Uh -huh. You get it? Okay, it says, the same was in the beginning with God. It says, all things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. So why is he saying was? Okay, we'll see why he was saying was. Okay, so he's saying all things were made by the word of God. All right, so the word of God uh, exists in multiple forms. All at the same time. It can exist in written form. It can exist in audible form, in a voice. You see, the Bible says that in Genesis chapter 3, verse 8, he said that Moses, Adam, actually Adam heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. The voice. Now, now Moses quoted the voice. He was referring to the word. Now it was it was moved. He says it was a voice was walking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says the voice was walking. That is another form that the word of God existed. It exists in the form of a voice. Hallelujah. And it also exists in the form of a person. Kaya, let's see here. Oh, let's go to verse 10. It says, he was in the world. The world was made by him. Verse 10. He's talking about the word, right? It says, he was in the world. The word was made by him and the word knew him not. How, how does it say he was in the world? He was in. He was in. How was the word in the world? You say, he's telling you now, this word that was in the beginning that created all things. He came into the world. How did he come into the world? He came into the world and existed in the world as a voice and in written form. Glory to God. So he existed. He existed in the world. He was in the world and he existed in the world in written form. When God came to Moses and he said, write this day, this, write, write the things that happened this day in, the, in a book for a memorial. All right. And then he says, and you must rehearse it, rehearse it in the ears of Joshua. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, what was he doing? He says, for a memorial, and write it, write it that today. So, and repeat says, and rehearse it, rehearse it in the ears of Joshua. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so God is the one that came with the idea of writing. All right. God is the one that introduced the idea of writing. Writing is not man-made. Writing is spiritual. Writing is spiritual, okay? So it says he was in the world. How did this word that created all things come into the world? He came into the world when God said and he told Moses and the prophets to write down those things that he was saying. Okay, so he says he was in the world. The word was made by him and the word knew him not. He came unto his own and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Okay, so now he's talking about this word. It says he was in the world. How was he in the world? He was in the world in written form. So, that, so, so now the scriptures here, this book now reveals to us that the word, uh, um, the world exists in different forms. 
the word, the word of God, the word of God, which is God, exists in, 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 in different forms. He exists as God, as God the Father on the throne. He exists as the voice, as the voice that was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. He exists as the written word, the word, the written word of that voice that he told Moses and the prophets to write. Hallelujah. Since he was in the world in writing. He existed in the world in writing. Shingi, how do you know? Let me show you. Okay, verse 14, let's go to verse 14 first. It says, and the word now took on another form. Yeah, 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 yeah. That same word that existed in the beginning, he took on a new form. He took on a new form, another form. That word now that created all things that was in the beginning and that word that was now in the world, he was inside of the world. He was in the world and the word was made by him and the word knew him not. How was he in the world? He was in the world existing in the Torah he, because he told the prophets, he told the prophets to write of him to write these words that came from him and the word existed in the world in the form of, of writings of scrolls in the Torah of which we get this book that you now call the Bible that's how he was in the world he says that the world was made by him like why because he existed in the written form in the scrolls or in the Torah or in this book that you now have as the Bible he was in the world and the and he is telling you that the world was made by the words that are in this book book that you have that is called the Bible it says it says but the world did not know it yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. when the child of God knows this and discovers this truth yeah your relationship with God will take on a new level your relationship with God will take on a new level let me tell you you cannot have a relationship with God beyond your knowledge of the written word and Jesus proved that to us okay let's finish this one let me show it to you now let me show it to you Okay, so there was the word that was there in the beginning, in heaven, and that created all things. He existed there in another form. And then remember, in Genesis chapter 3, verse 8, Moses said that that, that word was a voice that used to come and speak and relate with Adam. Hallelujah, says he was the voice came walking in the garden. What was happening there? That voice, there were sounds, glory to God. In heaven, they used to hear that voice. The angels used to hear that voice. And they would see lightnings and thunder and all kinds of colors and 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 sounds and voices from the throne of God, but they saw no form. They saw no form. Right? Up until Jesus was born, glory to God. This was the first time that that word that they heard, that word that they heard, that word even in, in the angels in heaven, they never saw a form of God. It was just light and lightnings and a voice that sounds like a voice of many waters. That's how, that, that is how, and they used to relate with that voice. And then that voice was now spoken to the prophets and the voice now, that, that voice, the word of God that created all things took in another form and now existed in the world in writing. That is what he means when he says that he was in the world and the world was made by him and the world knew him not. And then he says, from the writing, hallelujah, he now came off of, off of the pages and that word now took on another form. What was that form? That form was human flesh and they named him Jesus. Glory to God. Hey, I'll prove it to you from the scriptures. Let's read. Let's go. Same book, same chapter. John chapter 1. I'll read from verse 43. So you go from John chapter 1, uh, verse 1, and then you read all the way. It says, in him was life. Yeah, in the word was life. And then you read all the way, you go to um, 
Uh, verse 10, he was in the world. And then you go to verse 14, and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory. The glory is of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Glory to God. And then from verse 14, I want you to jump to verse 43. Okay? To verse 43, so that you, you can now understand the completion of the context of what John here introduces in John chapter 1, verse 1. Okay? He starts to conclude it. Now, and so then you'll be able to see the conclusion of the revelation that he was, he was, um, he was sharing with us here. So it says, The day following Jesus would go forth into Galilee, and he finds Philip, and said unto him, Follow me. Glory to God. Now Philip was of Beth Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Verse 45 is where I want you to, where I want you to go. And look at this. Look at this. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Kaya, ba, 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 ba. From today, your relationship with your Bible is going to change. And when your relationship with the written word changes, hallelujah, when you begin to address and to relate with the written word in its truest form of who this word, this written word is really, really is, your, your relationship with God will take on a new meaning. Your relationship with God will, will be elevated. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Verse 45, let's read it together. It says, then Philip find that who Nathaniel and said, we have found him of whom Moses in the law and in the prophets did write. Hey. He says, the one that Moses, we found him. He's talking about Jesus here. Hey. He said that the, Moses and the prophets, they wrote about this man. That means he existed in the world in writing. That word that he spoke about, that he introduced in John chapter one verse one and he said that in the beginning was the word the, the word was with God and the word was God and then he says he came into this world and the word received him not and then he says and the word became flesh and then when 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 he was now walking as flesh into Galilee when he walked into Galilee hi yeah yeah then Philip went and found Nathaniel and he said we have found him Kaya yeah says we have found him glory to God we have found him the one in whom Moses and the prophets in the law did write says Hey, let's, let's finish it. Let's finish it. It says, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Hey, now he had taken on a new form. Glory to God. Ayah. It says, uh, let's read it. Let's read it. This is, this is Philip. It says, Philip findeth Nathanael and said unto him, We have found him of whom Moses in the law and the prophets did write. Kaya. Hey. It says, Moses and the law in the prophets. Moses in the law and the prophets, he wrote says we found it says he existed he was written in the law and the prophets now he's with us he's walking he has taken on human form it says jesus of nazareth the son of joseph oh glory to god it says we have found him it says he was in the world the world was made by him and the world knew him not how was he in the world he says that we found him the one in whom moses and in the law and the prophets did write he existed in writing that word that was in the beginning that god that, that that created the word in the beginning in whom all things that are made were made he said that he, he was in the world hallelujah but he existed in the world in writing Hiya. he says he says we have found him of whom moses in the law and the prophets did write hey says jesus of nazareth says now he has taken on human flesh that word that moses in the law and the prophets did write and he was in the world and the world knew him not and he was existed in that torah that they had hallelujah he's the same person he's the same person he was in a different form but now he had come into the world now and he had put on human flesh and they named him jesus hey 
So you see the importance of your Bible? Ah, the importance of the Bible. Even now, now can I share with you something else that is more extraordinary? Something else that is more extraordinary is this. Something else that is more extraordinary that Jesus Christ, even though, hallelujah, he was the written word made flesh, he always depended on the scriptures. Ah, he always referred back to the written word. Imagine, he was the word of God made flesh, but he always went about looking at the scriptures, looking at the word, saying this word is fulfilled, says the spirit of the Lord is upon me, for the Lord has anointed me. Ah, this is, this is the written word talking. The written word is reading from the writing. The word made flesh was reading from the writing. Let me show it to you. Luke chapter 4. I'll read from verse 16. It says, And he came to Nazareth. Who is this? This is Jesus, the one in whom Moses in the law and the prophets did write. Now he had taken upon human flesh. He had taken on human flesh. He had taken on human flesh. The word had become flesh. And now then he came unto Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and he stood up to read. Kaya. Woo! The written word, the written word that he was going to read. Now, the word made flesh was going to read the written word. Kaya. Hey. Hey, you have underestimated your Bible. You have underestimated your Bible. You have underestimated the power of your Bible. What did this written word say to us? He said that you err because you know not the scriptures, nor the power of God. Ha! Ha! Hey! He says you know not the scriptures, nor the power of God. That means that Jesus, the written word, the, the word made flesh, the one in whom Moses and the law and the prophets did write. Now he comes and he reveals this truth about the written word, about the scriptures. He says that you err because you know not the scriptures. And then he connects the scriptures with the power of God. Why? Because in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and all things were made by him. There's nothing that the word did not make that is made. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It's the same word that the scripture. Now he exists as scripture. Scripture. Grapho writing. Hallelujah. That is what is that he's saying that that is the power of God in writing. The scripture, your book, the Bible contains the power of God in writing. That is what Jesus was saying. He says you err because you know not the scriptures, know the power of God. Or how is he connecting the written word with the power of God? Because the scripture is the power of God in writing. Huh. So you want access, you want to contact and to contain and to fellowship with the power of God, you need to go to the writing. Okay, let's read, let's look at this. It says, and there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, this is the word made flesh, opening the written word. Can you see? Can you see that he existed in the pages of the book that he was holding? And also he existed in the flesh in as much as he existed in the scrolls that we find in Revelation that are in heaven. In the books that are also written in heaven, he exists there. In also in spiritual writing. And he also exists in spiritual light. He says, in him was light. He exists as light. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Ah. The Bible says, God dwells in the light that no man can approach unto. He says, he dwells in this light. So this word exists in heaven as this light and as this voice that the angels heard. But they saw no form. They saw the light and they heard a voice, but they saw no form. But when Jesus is born, that word that existed in heaven as light and in writing and in the voice that, that, that Adam related within the garden, ha, yeah, 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 was now 
in a human body. That word was now in a human body. <laughs> and now he's, all, he's, he's, he's omnipresent. He's in, all, he's in all of these multiple places in different formats at once. He's in the book that he's reading here, that he's holding, that he's about to read in the synagogue. He's also existing in the flesh, in human flesh, in the body. Hey! And he exists in heaven as light. As the light says, as light. And as what? And as Zoe, as life. says, And in him was light. And in him was life. says, And the life and the light that lighted up every man that comes into the world. Hey, ay, 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 Now that word, he's holding the book. Ay, Hey, and he's reading himself. He's reading himself. He says, and when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. It was written. It was written. The word of God made flesh went to find the place where it was written. Don't play with your Bible. Don't play with the written word. Don't play with the written word. You err because you know not the written word. No, the power of God. It contains the power of God. The power of God that created all things. Now, the, the, the word made flesh is reading. The what? The written word. And then the people that are sitting in the synagogue are looking at the word made flesh who is holding the book, the written word that was made flesh. And now they're hearing the voice of the written word. Hey, this is the first time that that word is manifested in three, in three different materialities at the same time in the world. Hey. So he's in, the, he's in the book that he's reading, in the pages. Hiya. And then now he's in the flesh that he's in, in his body. Ka, ka, ka. And now he's reading from that book, the voice, and they're hearing the voice. Kaya, what a day. Uh, <laughs> hey, yeah. Oh my goodness. What a day, what a day. What a day. Says the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Now they're hearing the voice ayah, that Adam heard in the garden. They were hearing that voice. Ka, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, glory to God. Ayah, yeah. So the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book. And he gave it again to the minister and sat down. The eyes of all of them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. They were fastened on him. The, he, was, he, he was existing in the book that he gave into the minister. And he was also existent as the word, hallelujah, that was in, that was in human flesh, tabernacled in human flesh. Ah, yeah. And they were looking at him and they heard the voice of the written word come to them at the same time. And they gazed at him. Ah, this is the first time something like this is taking place. Oh my God. So they had their eyes fastened on him. Ah, because you can imagine the glory that was manifested in that synagogue on that day. Hey, ah, hey. Oh, glory to God. Verse 21 says, And he began to say unto them, Ah, the word made flesh, began to use the voice, the voice, that voice that they heard in heaven, that voice that the angels were relating with with heaven. Ah, it was speaking now in the world. It had taken on human flesh. And what did he say? He says, This day, this scripture is fulfilled in your ears. Ka! 
Oh, I'm going to stop here. I'm going to stop here. Hi, liar. Hey, hey. Oh, glory to God. This book, this book. And remember, now Moses dies. All right. And now Joshua is left. Okay. Joshua is now left. And then God comes to Joshua. And then what does he tell Joshua? Why? Because when Moses was alive, God gave the instruction to Moses to rehearse the writings in the ears of Joshua. Hey, he said, rehearse the right. He rehearsed these writings in the ears of Joshua. It shall be for a memorial unto the children of Israel forever. Hey, and then God goes to, to Joshua and he says, this book of the law says, it shall not depart from out of your mouth. Moses, my servant is gone. Hallelujah. He's no longer going to be reciting this book in your ears anymore. So now you have to now take the book. It says, this book says, it shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate day and night. Hey, therein. Ah, yeah. It says, so that you may observe to do those things that are written therein. And you may, oh, yeah. oh glory to God. This is the mystery of the word, the mystery of the written word. Oh, glory to God. The mystery of the word, the light of the word. The word is light. Ah, the mystery of the life, the life of the written word. That word is life. Hey, and that word is written. That word is written for us. And we have it. We have it. And the human spirit, the moment the human spirit makes contact, contact with the scripture, with the written word, the light and the life of the spirit word comes alive. Kaya. Woo. <laughs> so you cannot, you cannot have a relationship with God beyond the written pages of this book. I know what they've said. I know what they've said. But Jesus came and he showed us that his relationship, even though he was the word made flesh, Jesus himself, he had a relationship with the written word and he, his relationship with God, hallelujah, his relationship with God was through the portal and the meditation and the knowledge of the written word. So how are you going to have a relationship with God that is different to that? The Bible says he left us an example that we should follow in his steps and he always made reference. He never spoke out of himself. He never spoke of himself. He spoke according as the things that were written. He spoke the things that were written. He kept referring people back to the scriptures. He always referred. This is the written word in flesh. First John chapter 1. If you, were having, if you thought you were having a relationship with God that was not through the portal, through the agency and the transportation of the written word, First John chapter 1. So, so, so the written word is the technology, is the supernatural divine technology that God made available to us for us to make contact with him in relationship. To make contact in real time, contact with the word that created all things. That when the human spirit makes contact with the written word, there's a, there's, there's, there's a miracle that takes place. A miracle of divine contact. Never let anybody ever take you away or minimize 
the importance of the written word in your relationship with God. If there's any relationship that you think you've had with God that is outside the confines of the written pages of this book, you probably were relating with something else. Okay, let's read here. It says, that which was from the beginning. First John chapter 1, verse 1. It says, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have heard. So he existed, he was a voice. This word was a voice. It says, which we have heard. It says, which we have seen with our eyes. It says, which our hands have looked upon. It says, which our eyes have looked upon and our hands have handled of the word of life. It says, we heard, we heard the voice. We heard the voice of the word of life. This is the word, all right, that exists in all these different formats that I shared with you today. Verse 2, the Apostle John says, For the life was manifested, and we have seen it. it says, And bear witness, and show, and show unto you that eternal life, Kaya, which was with the Father, and was manifested unto us. It says, That which we have seen and heard, declare we unto you, it says, That you also may have fellowship together with us. He says, this is how you're going to have fellowship together with us. It's the word of life. It's the word. You have fellowship together with us, with the Father, through the word. You have fellowship with the Holy Spirit through the word. You have fellowship with Jesus Christ through the written word. It says, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. It says, and these things, right, they are written. He says that we were instructed to, to, to write these things. These things we write unto you, glory to God, that you also may have fellowship together with us. Hey. Says, and these things we write unto, we unto you, that your joy may be full. Oh, glory to God. Hiya. The writing... And this, we having this book was God's plan from before the world began. Man didn't stumble in, upon this. This was God's plan. Let me show you something from Jesus himself. Now, this is John. Let me show you something from Jesus himself. But I'll do a whole, I'll, tell, I'll take you from Genesis to Revelation, showing you the power and the different forms with which the word of God that created all things existed in this world and also in heaven. Okay, let's go to Revelation chapter 1. I'll show you some, the, Jesus himself, the, the man himself, the written word himself. So do never let anybody talk down or talk you out of the power that is in this book. This is the greatest treasure to mankind. Revelation chapter 1, I'll read in closing. It says, I, John, who am your brother and companion in tribulation and in the kingdom and in patience of Jesus Christ, was in the isle that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. And it says, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day, verse 10, and heard behind me a great voice. Ha, that's the form. That's the other form that the word exists in. It says, I heard a voice as of a trumpet. This is the one that the angels used to relate with in heaven. All right. 
he existed, they, they would hear the voice. And this word existed in the form of spirit light. And he existed also in the form of spirit life. And he had no form. And you just heard this voice. All right. And then he also existed in the writings of the scrolls and the books that are in heaven. Then when the prophets came, now they started to transfer that writing and that light and that life into the writing in the written pages. And he was in the world and he came into the world. It says he came unto his own. Okay. So now John is here and then he says, I heard a great voice as of a trumpet saying, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. And what you see, write in a book. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is Jesus giving instruction to John. He says, write, he didn't say go and uh, don't forget it and go and tell everybody. He says, the things that I'm about to share with you, these are spiritual things, these are spiritual truths. This is the word talking to John at the island of Patmos. And he says, the things which I'm going to show you right now, I want you to write them. And now we have them here in writing. It says, write in a book, and then it says, and send it unto the seven churches. Ayah. Verse 18, I am he, <laughs> says, I am he that lives and was dead, and behold, I'm alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell and death. It says, verse 19, write the things which you have seen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey. You see the importance of these writings? It was Jesus' idea. It was Jesus's idea. So never let anybody talk you out from your importance in relationship with God, in your relationship with God of this written word. Because the idea, the plan and the technology and the connection of the spirit, the spirit life, the spirit light of the person of the word of God and in, contained in written form was created and designed by Jesus himself, by that same word itself. Says, this is the technology with which you're going to transfer the life and the, the spirit life, the spirit life, the eternal life and the spirit light, the light of God with which well, that, the, 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 the word that exists on, that existed on the throne of God as lights. Says God dwells in the light. What was that light? That was the light of the word of light. That was his form. He was, the form of the word was light. In the spirit, it is light. Hiya. And then it says, in the spirit, it is also life. And he's the one that designed the technology to have that spirit light of the word of God and spirit life of the word of God to be contained in written form. So that you can now, through that technology, your human spirit can now make contact with the spirit life of God's word, the spirit light of, 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 of God's word, of the word of God. And therefore you make contact with the spirit that is God and with the life that is God and with the light that is God. I know you have been blessed. Share this message, hit the subscribe button, notification button as well. This is what the word says live and we're sharing with you tonight about the mystery of the word. The mystery of the word just in brief this is this is just a, this is an introduction all right this is an introduction i've got like from genesis to revelation i've got revelation scriptures scriptures that expose the mystery of the word of god the mystery of the word of god that's what i'm going to title this one an introduction to the mystery of the word of god because right now 
a lot of Christians in this season that we're in, they do not know the place of the written word. They do not have a revelation of the word of God. They do not have a revelation of the word of God. They don't know who the word of God is. They don't know the things that are contained in their Bible. They do not understand how the spiritual technology, this divine technology works. So they're walking around, listening to people, looking for people to, to tell them things and to sell them things. To, to tell them spiritual things. But God planned for you. And God designed that this book be made, be made ready for you for this time. Do not ignore it. Do not ignore it. If you're a child of God, get into your Bible. Get into your Bible. If you're born again, get into the written word. It was God's plan. I just showed you a few scriptures here just to try and give you an understanding and a revelation of this written word. Okay, I love you. My name is Shingi. I'm going to cut it short because it's become too long. All right. We're going to continue. We're going to continue. We're going to continue bringing you the word, bringing you these powerful truths, these powerful revelations to transform you, to transform your relationship with God. That is our mandate. All right. That is why, you know, God gave us this, this, uh, this name, what the word says. Why? Because of our passion for the written word, our passion for the word of God. And, for, and, and that passion on, uh, uh, of the written word is because we have this revelation and this understanding of this divine technology that God designed in this written word to, 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 for us to now make contact with him, for us to now be joined together in relationship with him through the technology of the written word. My name is Shingi. I love you. God bless you. And remember, this is your time.